playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's very own. Latino is taking you to another level. people welcome back to another episode of the radical latino show it's your host the radical latino aka number 25 on all latin podcasts aka mr unsuable for the 18th week running what is popping my people how is everything going i hope you guys are doing great i hope you guys are living great i hope you guys are going through this whole pandemic and uh, you know taking it one day at a time taking it step by step you know what i'm saying i really do because we are living in you know dangerous times we are living in horrible times so hope the more best things that happen to us the better you know what i mean um a couple of updates um i've been having a couple of live streams every weekend every weekday night and stuff so y'all got if you guys haven't checked it out, you guys got to go check it out. I'm going to start doing live streams every weekend and it's going to be about relationships and relationship based. When I start doing these live streams, I'm actually going to sorry. Goddamn. I'm actually going to start reading some of the relationship advice that some of you guys sent me. Literally, I have emails and emails and emails of it because, you know, I go into some of these panels and some people, you know, ask for advice, you know, randomly and stuff like that, right? Some of it is racial, some of it's not, you know, it is what it is. But yes, if you guys want some relationship advice, I'm definitely going to read it on my live stream shows. Definitely am going to read it on my live stream shows. So definitely go check my youtube channel out radical latino on youtube on youtube all right so this is the last filler episode for 2020 i know 2020 has been rough for a lot of people 2020 has been insane for a lot of people it's been a roller coaster ride for me and for almost everybody for the whole world 2020 has been the worst year ever 2020 the start of the new millennia or whatever the case is has been completely dog shit for everybody i get it i totally understand 2021 is literally a week away actually less than that a couple of days away hopefully 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 2021 actually starts this bad year with something good you know what i'm saying 2020 was the world's 9-11 hopefully this is you know 2021 is actually something good you know what i mean it goes back to normal and we start living our life you know what i mean sometimes we always need a good reset and what a good way for the start of the new millennia to start a good reset you know what i mean but this uh coronavirus did show us a lot of of things that exposed a lot of things it exposed the it exposed it exposed the um the flaw in certain uh 
industries, you know, and explore expose that. Listen, people are not the only ones living check by check, all right? A lot of these industries are living check by check also. You know what I'm saying? So it exposed that and it's really it's really mind-blowing knowing that um that these multi-million dollar companies are being also um hit and they're being hit hard. You know what I mean? Um you, we saw the goodness in people, we also saw the bad in people. You know what I'm saying? um 2020 already it, it started it not it, it didn't, well it started off with a bunch of bullshit and then it kept on going with bullshit and coronavirus and goddamn you know so hopefully that's the end of it and hopefully 2021 starts with something much better you know what i mean way way better fingers crossed fingers crossed you know um, I am not going to read the comments whatsoever, but, um, I'm definitely going to read them the next time I come back a new episode, a new episode will be out the 6th of January of 2021. All right. So a new episode will definitely be out by then. So hopefully, you know, bring some new material. I got a lot of new things planned. For the new year, guys, I got a lot of new things planned, a lot of interviews planned, a lot of interviews in the pipeline, a lot of uh, important people in the pipeline, you know, so hopefully you guys enjoy it, you know, just keep, you know, just, just support your boy and keep on rocking with your boy. You know what I'm saying? Now, um, uh, this interview right here um again i i used i use these filler episodes as as ways so you guys can see who interviews me and stuff and get to know me a little bit better right so this interview was done by the lovely talented um who is never you know who is never uh shy the optimistic uh tina or Viva Bella by Xtina, you know, you love her, you hate her, but hey, she's still here and she's still rocking, you know, shout out to Tina. Um, she's the homie, you know, I, I see, I see her to be honest with you. She, she, I, I think I, I told her before, but I see, I see her as a, a, as family. I don't know why it's just the energy for some reason. I see her as family. That's why I like to poke fun at her all the time. She's a really wonderful soul. She's a wonderful person. She's a beautiful spirit, um, not only in in spirit, but she has a beautiful mind. She's very intelligent, and she does come. If you, if people stop being such assholes, she does come with great, great, great advice. Even though she be mad fake, she be mad fake, yo. With that little bullshit neutral, yo. I'm trying to be neutral and all that other shit. The fuck out of here. Make a decision, my nigga. But anyway, um, so she, uh, you know, even even though she, that's a that's an angle or whatever the case is, you know. But it is what it is. We all we all we all we all love it. You know what I mean? So she she did an interview um a couple of months back, and in that interview. There was a Q&A at the end. I am not going to include the Q&A whatsoever. I'm not including that whatsoever. But if you guys do want to support Viva and see the whole uh, interview with the Q&A, go to that channel. 
and watch the Q&A section. Uh, people come in the room and start questioning my beliefs. They come in and start challenging your boy. And I'm basically in the, in the, on the corner of the ropes, be like, ah, no. All right, nah. You know what I'm saying so, um, I'm, you know, I had a, you know, it, it, it was really good. I had to defend what I, what I was preaching. You know what I'm saying? So it was really good. Um, so without further ado, here is the interview, um, with, uh, Viva Xtina on her channel in interviewing your boy. All right. Hope you guys enjoy it. Oh shit. Oh, what's up? What's up y'all? Uh, hello to Most Picard, um, Yuda Israel, Critical Thinker, Mr. Know-It-All, Johnny Mills. What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? Let me see how many people are in here. Two people in here right now. I'll wait for some more people to join. Yeah, let the room get packed. Yeah, yeah. I meant to do the 30-minute countdown thing. I forgot. Ah, whatever. <laughs> okay, we got nine people in here. Thumbs up the video, guys. Already had two people just like, but it's fine. Damn, sorry. <laughs> that was because of me. Truth, teacher, I see you in the comments, man. Uh, why, hey, why, you, why, you, why are you calling me, bro? Why are you calling me? I told you, don't call me past 9 o'clock. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on, guys? What's up, Moise? What's going on, dude? We are doing all right. Sorry, we started a lot later than usual, but you know, radical over here couldn't start until now. So. Well, you know, I had to, you know, I had to get my my things together. You know, my little my beauty products. You know, my beer yeah. oil. You know, oh. exfoliation. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. for, for those who don't know, that's really important for your skin. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Giving, giving some health tips out here. Yo, this is funny. It's like the first time I have you on my channel, like one-to-one, -one, like me interviewing you. Really? No. Yeah. Really? Cause, I mean, you've been on my lives, but I've never like interviewed you one-on-one. -on -one. Oh. You Would know, you look at that? like... I uploaded the video that the interview that you did with me, but I've never interviewed you. Wait, let me um hold on. Let me give the haters. Let me give the haters what they really want. Okay. Uh-oh. Let me give the haters what they really want. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> there we go. Oh my god. There we go. Black Panther <laughs> up in here. The radical guy. panther. The radical <laughs> panther. Yeah, let's go. Oh Let's go, or, or not even. Hold up, let me see. <laughs> I, actually, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me let me go on my pro black shit. Hold on, let me go on my pro black shit. Hey, so Styles Gains Nation. Thank oh wow! You. Thank you very much, my sister. Thank you very much, my sister, oh, for having me God. on. Thank you, very much. Thank you very much, my sister. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, guys, okay, we got twenty-two people in here. Twenty-three. Thank you very much, my sister, for having me. Thank you very okay, much. Okay. Peace and love to everybody in the chat. Thank you. Okay. Listen. <laughs> uh, what's up, Morena? Thank you, Games Nation. Um, okay. So 
the purpose of today's live. Um, I'm going to be interviewing Mr. Radical Latino here, or should I say, Mr. 25 on All Latin Podcast. Uh-huh. Mr. AKA, AKA, uh-huh. Week. What is it that you always say? Mr. Unsuable for the eighth week, right? It's eighth week right now. Oh, AKA, AKA the annoying raisin inside your empanada. <laughs> AKA Rad Pipes. AKA oh the most requested podcaster. AKA combines our soul with our double. You get me. <laughs> AKA the Bronx. So I got 40 AKA. Should I keep Yo, on going? No, okay. Oh, we got okay, enough. Okay, okay, okay. We got enough. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So at this point, um, Hi, Barish. Uh, sorry, Butterfly B. Um, so I think at this point, everybody pretty much knows who you are and more or less what you stand for. And I think most people know that, you know, we're cool, despite the fact that, you know, we don't always see eye to eye. You be trolling me and, you know, you stay talking shit, but whatever. I forgive you, I guess. But uh, besides all that, you know, Radical to hold me. So Anyways, so I'm going to be doing an interview with Radical today, and um, I'm going to be asking, I'm going to start off asking some questions about uh, Radical's background, because we kind of know a little bit, but, you know, we get so hung up on, like, the, more like the social stuff that you talk about that we don't really ask or know about your actual background. Yeah. So... We know that you are uh, half Ecuadorian, half Dominican. So no, you no, 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 no. I'm half. I'm full Haitian. Oh, no, we got We got to wow. get that out the way. We got to no. get that out the way. I'm full Haitian. Yes, everybody was right. One hundred percent Haitiano. Sapase, my people. See the, yeah, thing, the thing. The thing is, I was I was trying to get away with it, but for some reason, you meddling kids. You meddling. Ki- no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm half Dominican. And half Ecuadorian. Okay, so you're um, Dominican on your dad's side and Ecuadorian on your mom's side. Yeah. So would you say that growing up, you kind of grew up knowing uh, kind of even about both cultures? Like, did your parents raise you within like both the Ecuadorian and the Dominican culture? Thank you for that question, my sister. I like that question. So, <laughs> no, no. Um, no, to be, to be completely honest, um, I... I grew up uh, more with my mom's, uh, you know, uh, I'm not going to say style, but with my mom kind of raising me a little bit more because my dad was always working and stuff, you know. Uh, so I, she was the one kind of like influencing me on the whole, uh, you know, hey, we're, you know, we come from Indios and stuff like that. You know, Ecuador is this and this and this. Mind you, when I was uh, two years old, uh, she had me in Ecuador for like a good year and a half. Oh, and then you know we came back or whatever. So, like I kind of grew up more with with the Ecuadorian uh, side. I really I didn't really know too much about my Dominican side whatsoever. But until um, I started getting more close to my dad because he started to come around. You know, he's a filthy Dominican. No, let me stop. Oh, um, he <laughs> he started to come back. You know, he he uh, started to work less or whatever the case is. And I started to get to know my Dominican side a lot more. Actually, my aunt, my Dominican aunt, uh, I can't believe I said my Dominican aunt. My aunt from my dad's side Mm -hmm. um, was very um, instrumental in me learning the the other side of the history of Dominican Republic. Um, I didn't know that some of our people, our um, ancestors, and some of my family members were actually uh, slaughtered during the whole Trujillo thing. 
because they actually really? yeah they actually thought that they were Haitians when in reality they weren't. Um, you know, now Antonio calls me a Haitian, so I say history repeats itself. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> um, wait, I'm not I'm not surprised you're wearing raised up by your mother. Yo, oh, yo, this guy, yo, shout out to my haters. Um, so I got I got to know my Dominican side a little bit more and more and more and more. Um, and the and then it starts to shift later on in life. I started to um get accepted really quickly to Dominican people in New York City. And when I go to Queens or whatever, the Ecuadorian people will be like, you know, kind of distant. You know what I'm saying? A little uh, standoffish, if that, if I could say that. Okay. And um, that was a little surprising to me, but um, it, it kind of, it, like I said, it kind of shifted, you know, from uh, me being like, uh, you know, knowing both sides, it went from me knowing just all the Ecuadorian side to just me knowing, you know, all the Dominican side. And then from there, it's not only shifted with the knowledge, it also shifted with the people around me, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. So is your mom like a more indigenous descent Ecuadorian? Yeah. Uh, she, so she d decided to uh, surprise me and my family. Well, well, I mean, me and my sister, my younger brother, um, one time we were in Ecuador and she just so happens to just start speaking Quechua when we're in the mountains. And I'm like, uh, the, the fuck is that? You know? Mm -hmm. So she starts speaking Quechua fluently and she looked at us like, it's no big deal. I'm saying, uh, excuse me, miss. You just literally spoke a whole other language that we didn't know nothing about. Uh, who are you? You know? So with that being said, uh, she is more in touch with the, you know, indigenous part of, uh, you know, Ecuador, you know? Okay. And then your dad, um, I know you told me before he's kind of close to my color. So what, he's more like a, like a darker, like blacker Dominican. No, he's more of a darker kind of, uh, uh, like what one shade lighter than you. So he's okay. like a darker black Dominican. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So obviously we know you've been to Ecuador and you've been to DR too, right? Yeah. Okay. So um, I know you've mentioned at some point that you've been there a couple times. Um, what part of DR have you been to? Like, where's your family at? Or do you still have family there? Yeah, I still got family there. You you want to hear something funny? Wow. Um, every time, every fucking time I go there, I never remember where the fuck we at. Never remember uh, all the places that 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 my um, that you know the streets is called and stuff. I just go just to go. So oh when God. I go, I basically have my fa like my cousins or whatever just show me around. By the time I leave, I'm like, yeah, I don't fucking remember. So um, you <laughs> don't know if you went to Santo Domingo or no, like that. Okay, Santo Domingo. Obviously, I know if I went to Santo Domingo. So yeah, okay. obviously that. But I'm talking about like inside, inside. Like okay, I'm in. I don't know. I'm in the East Trima on Santo Domingo. I wouldn't know that. You know what I mean? Because I'd be like, ah, it's whatever. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess. <laughs> so, okay. Well, um, I'm the same way with my Ecuadorian side. I'm like, ah, eh, somewhere in Ecuador, somewhere around there. I'm okay. the same way. I, I, hey, they're like, hey, where, what part of Ecuador were, uh, were you at? I don't know. Somewhere, like, just somewhere. Just point out a map. Like, you'll probably get it right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, what did you think of DR? Like, how, when was the last time you went? Damn, the last time. Okay, so the last time I went to Ecuador, no lie, 
was when I was 13. And uh, the last time I went to DR was when I was uh, 19. So, you know, oh, had, a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like decade, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Cause mm. I, I started getting into, you know, my own little things or whatever the case is. So, um, the last time I went to Ecuador, which was kind of funny because I and um I was there for new for Christmas and New Year's. Mm-hmm. Didn't know. For those people who don't know, in Ecuador they have a little tradition where they have el, el año viejo. So just imagine a pinata. Imagine a pinata, right? But mm-hmm. but actually a human sized pinata. Okay. Stuffed with fireworks. Stuffed with fireworks and like little papers or whatever the case, like little wishes or whatever the case is, mm-hmm. and then lit on fire oh, wow. at 12. So that's how uh, Ecuadorians kind of like uh, celebrate New Year's, you know. Okay. Um, in Dominican Republic, I didn't uh, have the chance to actually, you know, celebrate New Year's over there. Mm. But, you know, I did... Uh, celebrate my birthday when I went over there. So that was kind of, that was kind of cool. I didn't, I didn't know that, uh, when you say you're, uh, when I was, first of all, I'm 19, you know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. single. You know what I mean? So when I'm like, I'm American and the, and like the women over there, they're like, I'm like, Oh, you know, so, <laughs> uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? But, um, I, I, I'm I'm gonna keep it real. I like uh, DR better than Ecuador because it's more tropical. Yeah, Ecuador is more of a forest type of uh, atmosphere. You know what I mean? Very humid all the time. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Well, guys, I guess you can put the rumors to rest. I guess he is really half Dominican. I guess. I guess. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Okay. So okay. So we know for sure now. <laughs> he wasn't lying. Okay, about his ethnicity. Okay, so then um, going back to like how you grew up here. So you felt like as you got older, you were more accepted by the Dominicans than the Ecuadorians. Yeah. Um. So, okay. So let me ask you then, how did you start getting into some of these social topics and issues that you talk about now? Um, like how, when did you kind of start looking into like the, the history of what happened here in America? Because this... Uh, like make one thing clear, uh, radicals content is more focused on us here in the U.S., not so much the rest of Latin America. So exactly. yeah. wait, wait, remix it, say it again, say it again. So these people know. <laughs> yeah, y'all, he talks about us here in the states. Okay, guys, um, not not Latin America. Okay, so when he talks about Latin issues, it's more so here in the states. Um, so yeah, when did you start getting into all this like historical and social issues? All right, I think it's time for me to put this on. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, it was it was actually it was a, a combination of my my mother, a combination of uh, two of my mentors that I later on ended up meeting in life who got me who got me into the way I, I'm thinking now. Um, to be completely honest, mm. I know they're listening. And it's you motherfuckers. That's why. That's why I'm in the shit now, you fucking assholes. <laughs> um, so uh, it started with my mom by randomly. Random. First of all, let me let you know, I grew up Pentecostal. I grew up in the church. Mm, really? So I, I, uh, I was uh, very, very loyal to the church. Um, I was, as you can say, a, I was born into the church, if you could say that, right? Mm-hmm. 
I wasn't born Catholic. I was born Pentecostal. So the thing is, uh, oh, for yeah, yeah, you're the same, right? So, so I'm not Pentecostal Christian, but yeah, same shit. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so um, you know, I was like very, very heavy into the church and stuff like that, and I was a uh, super, super, super religious. Any little thing that I either wanted to enact or wanted to, you know, envision, I would pray on it first before you know anything. So I was like really as you can say indoctrinated and uh, <laughs> and and um when when my mom mind you my mom was like the staple of of that of the church for those who don't know the church the one that's in the bronx um it's actually a couple of blocks away from the the get down when they started filming that church next to the train station it's literally two blocks away from that so um, so my, so my mom, she was a very a big staple in the church and she is, you know, she was the one that, and manitas, you know, caballeros y damas, you know, would call her for advice. And it will, it will be a double, it was a being a double whammy because she would know the Bible from front to back. And on top of that, she was a, she had her doctorate in psychology. So she would like combine the two and I'm like, I'm like. Yo, that is some crazy, like, you know what I'm saying? She would combine mm -hmm. the two. So she would, on burn, yes, yes, on Burnside. Yep, on Burnside Ave. Yep, right there. That's where my uh, my mom, um, Radical, got touched, <laughs> Radical got touched as a child. <laughs> yeah, she, she was actually 19 and I didn't mind. Um, So, oh, wow. so, so uh, <laughs> her name was Gloria. No, so, um. Okay. No, so, 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 no, so, um, I, you know, she, she was a staple of the church and she, you know, people will call her and they still do now, you know, um, to pray for them, give them advice. Um, you know, we will host like, um, like li little church meetings inside my house, inside my, my, uh, th those people, you know, the, the manitas houses and stuff like that. Yeah. So, we would we would go there with coritos and all that, you know, ready and, and heavy and all that, right? So when my mom told me, uh, mijo, did you know Jesus was a moreno? And I said, What? What are you talking about? And she's like, Yeah, it's in the Bible. It's it's kind of crazy. So she was like, Yeah, he's he's black. So she just gave me the verse and she walked away to the kitchen. And I was like, Wait, what? I thought wow. I, I thought he was. Wait a minute! You mean to tell me he's not white? So, <laughs> I I look I looked at it and I read it. You know, uh, bronze uh, feet, skin of bronze feet, and woolly hair. Last mm -hmm. time I checked, you know, uh, a white person doesn't have unless you know you you like to you know you know straighten your hair. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, <laughs> no, 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 no. so um, when I saw that, that's what got me into the urge of actually researching um what christianity and the things of christianity what it did uh -huh. uh, and started researching a lot of more things inside this religion that we call christianity um mm -hmm. found, found out that christianity was a tool used to control us um started the more i started to um research the less faith i started to have and yeah, I know. Insane. Don't don't be shaking your head like you're a disapproval mo mother. All right. I'm disapproving. I'm no, no, no. Right now. I said no. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, you know, until like this whole research of I'm dead service like three months 
of me staying quiet, not saying anything, uh, going to church and actually side eyeing everybody like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, you know, uh, to come three months later and tell my mom, yo, I don't think God is real and her getting super pissed and telling me that I, I was the devil's son. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm your son, but okay. Uh, you know, that, that started me into the whole path I was in. Then I met, uh, this, uh, this wonderful dude named Stefan, uh, and he was hooking me up with the whole, uh, you know, uh, pro-black, more science temple type of uh, mathematics and all this other stuff I had no idea about. And he goes, you know what, King? You know you black? And I'm like, huh? <laughs> I I don't feel it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, you know, just doing, all, just doing all of that, you know? And then, you know, learning a little bit more. I had to learn early on to get the nuggets of truth and throw away some of the bullshit because some of the shit was like, yeah, you know, white people got 3% fruit fly DNA. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not listening to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like crazy shit. But um, if it wasn't for Rick and Stefan and my mom, I wouldn't be in the position that I am in now thinking the way I do now and speaking the way I do now. Interesting. Okay. So that's when you discover that you were black. <laughs> well, according to, to him, you know that you're black. I'm like, word? Uh -huh. I am. But yeah. <laughs> okay. And so from there you started getting into more of the the like the pro-black stuff. No, I I actually I started to get more into the um learning of what racism was. That's what really got me into everything, what racism was and how it affected my life. Um, that, that's basically what it was. Like I said, I, I just got nuggets of truth that, you know, hey, white supremacy is a thing. And then they will go and, you know, black people can get cancer because they have melanin. See, OK, see, that's that that's that's something you got to put away and then you just got to go back and say, okay, let's just say what we're really talking about right now, you know? So uh, that's what I ended up, um, you know, getting and and researching a lot more. Um, that's when I discovered who Francis Cress Wilson was. Uh, <laughs> then I discovered um, Nellie Fuller, Dr. Joy DeGruy, and all these other people where they really broke down what white supremacy is, which opened my mind to a whole other world you know mm -hmm. okay so um there's two main things that you uh, it seems that your platform pretty much revolves around the uh -huh. first is the concept of latin unity uh -huh. and the second one is black and brown unity i guess coming together to fight white supremacy yeah does that sound correct yeah, uh, okay so um Okay, so let's start with the second thing, because that seems to be what most people have an issue with. At least from comments I see online, people are like, yo, black and brown unity, it's never going to work. It's not real. Um, and then, you know, you have those that are like, uh, you know, oh, you're always talking about white supremacy, whatever. <laughs> so uh, what, okay, so what point did you figure, okay, like, I feel like if, 
you know, Black people in America and Hispanics in America came together to fight against white supremacy, this would be a good thing. Like, at what point did you kind of have that revelation? And why do you think that would be a beneficial thing for us to do? Well, I got that revelation early, 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 early on when I was, again, researching and learning all the wonderful things that uh, Black and Latin people actually did together. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say it was 100% of all things. You know, there's obviously some cases that wasn't wasn't um, true, wasn't in fact, or whatever the case is. But um, there are cases that did, you know, show that, for example, I'm going to just give you a small example. Um, during the Underground Railroad, Mexicans helped free black folks from slavery, from slavery. Not only um, did black people go to the North, but they also came, you know, to the South and, you mm -hmm. know, Mexico yeah. and uh, Mexicans actually, you know, helped them out. Second, uh, secondly, you know, with the whole segregation of schools, if it wasn't for us, uh, Brown versus board would have never happened. You know, um, if, I don't know if you knew that, but um, also on top of that, you know, the, the unity that we had, especially growing up in the in the Bronx at that time, um, hip-hop was a thing, and that started off as a natural, beautiful, collective type of thing that helped both parties. Um, so that's what I already saw automatically. You know what I'm saying? I already saw that as a positive thing coming in. What Why I think is a positive thing is because, again, uh, Black folks are not you know, are not confused on what position that they're in in this system called white supremacy, right? Mm -hmm. They're not confused on what's going on and they're very quick to mobilize and very quick to put feet on the ground. Mm -hmm. Latin people were not. When um, the George Floyd situation happened, there was literally, even Moon, Moon did a couple of stories about this on her thing. There was actually a couple of Latin people that got, kill the same way you didn't see no rallies you didn't see yeah. no media telling i'm not putting this on the media but i'm also putting this on us because certain latin people that did wanted to rally you know for that and have some media attention only 20 people showed up sometimes mm -hmm. even that kid in california that got shot by those deputies the security guard kid in california that got shot by those deputies and say oh he had a gun when in reality he didn't um when they went to protest the next day 15 people showed up you know, so that that really shows that if we actually unite with black folks, not only will we we'll be fighting for their cause, they'll be fighting for our cause by boosting up our numbers. Mm -hmm. So now how powerful and how impacting would it be if uh, Latin, like the same thing, the Latin security guard dude got shot and you have 200 people outside marching in front of that spot? That would have been very impactful instead of just five. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So white, white supremacy affects both of us in the same way. Sometimes some of us get affected a little bit more than others. But either way, white supremacy, st that still happens. So by, by just saying that we shouldn't be uniting with black folks and we should be doing our own thing, we've been doing our own thing from the beginning. Time to change it. Gotcha. Okay. All right. And then, well, I think... um part of what makes that difficult is because we as you know Hispanics in this country are not united either um which kind of goes into the other thing of Latin unity um it's 
it's hard to band with black people when we ourselves are not united and when our experiences are so different. So you have those that are um, more, I guess, uh, awake to this whole thing of, you know, white supremacy and, you know, something that they study, somebody like yourself, but then there's others that feel like uh, it's not, you know, this white supremacy doesn't affect me. So they wouldn't see a need to get involved in this. But I definitely agree with what you're saying that Hispanics as a whole, when it comes to our own people getting shot or whatever by say racist cops or whatever it is, we don't mobilize the way black people do. And that's a fact. We really don't. And that I, I totally agree is something that we do need to work on as a collective. And when it comes to yeah. so stuff like that, it it wouldn't hurt us to, to ban with black people when it comes to those issues because there's always more strength in numbers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so for cases like that, I, I see why it would be beneficial. Um, now, to the uh, the concept of Latin unity. Um, so it seems like, from comments I see from people, it's like, okay, it seems like you only want, like, you, you when you think, when you say Latin unity, you're including the brown and black Latinos, but you're not including the white ones. No. What do you say to that true. allegation? No, that's not true. I include the white ones also because... Um, like, let me just give an example of uh, like Latin people like Moon. Obviously, I include her. That'd be dumb if I didn't. You know, um, the ones I'm not including are the Spaniards. That's the ones I'm not including because they're not Latin. They're not, you know, us. They already have a collective group. They're called white. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that allegation should, should go, you know, out the window. You know what I'm saying? Um and the and the thing is, just because we use the word "oh, white Latinos," um, it, that's the way I see it. That's a misnomer, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna just tell you why. Is because when you when you basically you're just basically going by just skin color. Oh, they're white Latinos, but at the end of the day, they still get, uh, you know, um, victimized and they still get persecuted just by being Latin. Because even though you're a white Latino, you still look ethnic in the face. You know, so we gotta, we gotta, we gotta keep it real. There's plenty of um, incidences of white Latinos being, you know, persecuted and uh, even, you know, uh, deported just by being Latin. You know, mm -hmm. so that that whole misnomer that that goes out all the way out the window. I'm I'm talking to Latin folks, brown, white, black, doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, so I guess we can now put that to rest to y'all. Um, radicals not against whites, Latinos. However, you just you just don't include Spaniards, like Spaniards born in Spain as yeah, part of the. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't, okay. I don't, I don't include them. No, the same the same way how I don't include Africans. You know what I mean? That would be mm -hmm. that would that wouldn't you know that wouldn't make sense. You know? Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. All right, so everyone, y'all know y'all now got a, a clear answer on that. <laughs> um, so okay, so you've obviously um, been on quite a few of my recent live streams, and um, you've been in the conversations. You've been in some of the drama. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, myself. Yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> you know, anytime there's some drama, radicals all up in it. No, what are you? Me, with your little, with your little word wizard, wizardry, or whatever. Hey, hey, I mean, I'm a wizard with words. Watch out mm -hmm. now. Watch mm -hmm. out now. 
<laughs> yes, yes. So, um, <laughs> so from the recent live streams, um, what was something that we talked about that um, you felt was really important or that kind of stood out to you? Like, was there anything that bothered you or that you wanted to further clarify? Maybe something even that you were talking about, but didn't really get fully across because of the arguing? <laughs> well, well, the well, the whole Latin unity, you know, concept of the whole thing, Um, I felt like the first stream, uh, it was kind of convoluted because we have certain people with different ideologies. Again, uh, this is just different ideologies, just talking about what we should do. And mm -hmm. people disagreeing with that type of ideologies, you know what I'm saying? Um, so the first one was kind of like all over the place. You had more people trying to even see what, how can we have Latin unity if we don't even know what Latin is? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or defining what Latin is, which again, I see that as another tactic of confusion. Um, the the second stream. It was, I'm going to just keep it real. It, it was basically, you should just call it an alt-right stream because that shit was, that shit was so right-wing all over the place. And Spain was getting their joints sucked. Like, I was like, God <laughs> damn. Um, yeah, it was funny. Yeah, you know, we got, we got the, fir the first one, the first one, you know, we, we saw, you know, it was so crazy. You know, the earth started yeah. to <laughs> the, the second yeah. one, nothing really happened besides our feelings got hurt and and people and people started new beefs, you know. Um, the third one, you know, even though God came through, um, <laughs> yeah. um, the third one, uh, we we really didn't talk about Latin unity. Uh, we made mostly talked about everything else around it, you know. So, mm -hmm. um. My main thing is, you know, uh, let's really, you know, define, you know, what Latin unity should be. And I'm talking about here in the U.S., which I always talk about here in U.S. Yeah. You know, so what Latin unity should be is all Latin people here in the U.S. And when I say Latin, I'm not I'm talking about uh, first, second, third, whatever gen um, people, you know, that have parents that came from the motherland of South Central Mexico, the Caribbean. Um, Latin people getting together in, in one cause and one, you know, one code and stop all this brickering and, and bullshitting around and actually get our shit together because politically, I don't want to say lazy, but politically we're not mobilized, you know, politically we, we are in this gray area that they don't really know what to do with us. They don't know what to identify uh, us as they don't know what to really classify us as everything that comes into the aspect of uh, Latin people is always this um, thing where, okay, if I talk about immigration, they'll be okay, which immigration isn't a specific issue. If you look at every politician, that's all they talk about is immigration, 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 yeah. immigration. Again, mm -hmm. it's not a Latin specific issue. You know, and if it's not, if it's not immigration, you know, the Goya CEO is just going to come up with a photo op and be like, wepa, you know, and now we're supposed to be, we're supposed to be okay with that. You know, so yeah. we have, we, first of all, what we need to do is classify as a race politically. So we can have some political, you know, um, benefits and also political protection. We need to classify as a race, come together, see what kind of race we should classify as by making one up, making a word up. It could literally be an acronym to just a whole word that defines us. 
and uh you know and presenting and, and presenting that to everybody that you know that is us and letting us know this is exactly what we're going to be identifying as if you don't like it oh well you know i'm a for i'm gonna make you want us to identify as that and put everybody that's off code you know check them and you know and then from there we'll should we should at least have some legal protection because the, again the fact that it's okay for a politician to just say immigration this and immigration that isn't our specific issue, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, to the subject of uh, us needing to create a or make ourselves a race, I mean, in theory, it would be nice, but I, don't, I just don't see how we would do that because I feel like, well, if we call ourselves a race, would we not be redefining what a race is? And then it's like, well, we, we do already have the names, which are Hispanic and Latino, but now it's like people are moving away from wanting to use those terms. So it's like, well, what do we call ourselves now? Let, let's say, I'm going to just give you an example. Let's just say we're calling ourselves the Goya people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we got Goya people that are black and Goya people that are white. Mm-hmm. There's no There should be no confusion in that because Asian people, they're dark skin to white skin. There's no confusion in that. They're still Asian. So... So the, the thing is, we should be identified as a race. And that's just me giving an example of what it should, it should look like. We are called Goya. There's black, there's white, there's Asian, there's Goya. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Um, somebody said a racist is a social construct so we can redefine people. Yes, that's exactly that's exactly what I was going to go to because um, since race is a made-up thing, you know, hey, let's start making everything up, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, um, as far as doing that for, um, like political reasons here in this country, I mean, yeah, well, but again, it's like, I don't know what kind of name or, I don't know. I think getting away from Latino or Hispanic would be very difficult for us because we're just, it's just so ingrained. Like this is how yeah. we identify. And that's, you know? and that's the thing. I think we should brainstorm something. Cause I was like, um, I was like, um, like thinking of like Nas, N-A-S, Nas, Native uh, Native African Spaniard, you know, that acronym. Mm-hmm. So I was like thinking like, oh, we should call ourselves Gnostic. You know what I mean? But I was like, ah, that, that sounds dumb. But like, again, we got to brainstorm this. We got to brainstorm this, something that sounds good, something that we actually are on the table talking about this, you know? Hispanic, mm-hmm. we were never on the table talking about that. Latin. We were for the most part on the table, but then again, that was so long ago. Latinx, who I barely understand if we were even on the table, and Latin A, what? Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we we are we are in a like I keep on saying we're in a falling state to the point where we are allowing other groups just to come in and redefine us, which shows that we are conquered. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well, radical. You know, I now have to play devil's advocate a little bit. It's on the glasses. Oh, shit. So, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I shit. Say, the radical leftist slash the radical commie slash uh-huh. SJW. Uh-huh. Keep it going. Black uh-huh. and Hispanic. Uh-huh. Keep it going. Boys. Keep it going. Uh-huh. You want to be Latino, but you Talk really not. Fuck your shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> so radical. Uh-huh. Take this out, can't see. 
So I want to now <laughs> bring up some of the allegations that, you know, people typically say about you, you know, that I've always seen online and stuff like that. Why are you more pro-Black than pro-Hispanic radical? What's up with that? Define what pro-Hispanic is. Mm, good question. <laughs> What's pro-Hispanic, y'all? I don't know. You people in the comments that always be saying this about radical. What is pro-Hispanic? Exactly. Let, let me know what pro-Hispanic is. Why are you so pro-Black, radical? By definition, I can't be pro-Black because pro-Blacks don't accept Latin people. So how can I be pro-Black? But aren't you a Black Latino, though? Yeah, it's still Latino. Either Wait, way. you do identify as black, right? Like you say that. Yeah, yeah, black. of course, of course. But a black Latino doesn't mean a goddamn thing because we got black Asians. Uh, they're pro black. No, get the fuck out of here. So, again, by definition, I cannot be if I I'm not accepted in those groups. You know, what I mean? not not gonna lie. In some groups, Latin people are accepted. You know, but let's be honest. Throughout all, all the pro black, pro black. Fucking groups? No, we're not. We're not accepted. We're we're looked at buffer. Uh, we're looked at buffers. We're looked at you know secret agents and all this other stuff. So come on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I got another question for you. Yo, what's up, Tracy? What's popping? <laughs> Why are you always calling people coons or calling people white supremacists? Who Ooh! made you? Ooh! Who made you the leader of calling people coons? Or call that people white supremacists, radical. Yo, talk that shit, yo. Talk Who that shit. Who gave you the authority? <laughs> talk, that talk that shit. Talk that shit. Yo, by the way. Who gave you the authority, radical? By the way, when she puts these glasses on, she goes through a whole, she transforms. She goes into a whole <laughs> other person. She goes into a whole <laughs> other person. Um, First of all, you know what? What makes me the authority? Missy. The fact, the fact that you be straightening your hair because you hate yourself, that's one. <laughs> Two, you got blonde, oh, blonde wigs all over the place. Huh? Let's talk about that. Huh? Let's talk about that. Why you wear, why you wear blue contacts for, huh? By the way, when she, when she was setting this whole thing up, she got a little alt-right boyfriend, white boyfriend that I saw named Chad. So what's up with that? No, no, no. No, 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 no. Yeah, uh, no, that's a lie, y'all. That's no, 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 a lie. No, 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 I'm uh, I only got one blonde wig, okay? <laughs> it looks good on me, so shut up. <laughs> no, no, let me stop. Let me stop. Um, well, the, the the thing the thing is when first of all, Latin people, we don't use the word coon, um, which we should start using to identify we start using that no we should definitely start using it because oh, wow that give that tells everybody around who understands it um who this person you know who's this collaborator is because when i use the word coon is um being used at in a way where it's it's showing who the collaborator that is going against our best interest is so what it doesn't for me i'm i might be a little shaded a little bit like a little messed up because it doesn't take me much to just call somebody a coon. I can literally hear maybe one or two sentences, and I'm like, "All right, I'm done. No, I'm done." You, you know what I mean? That word around the loose. Yeah, I'm like, "All right, yeah, so I know." I know. White supremacy. Wait, wait, let me let me explain that. Let me explain that again. This the same explanation as coon is the same explanation as white supremacist. Um, it doesn't take much for me to, uh, to see and pinpoint, um. What, who is a white supremacist or suspected white supremacist because they be doing some sus shit. For example, 
Um, when I was calling Antonio a white supremacist, everybody was coming at my neck. Oh, we no, mean he's a white supremacist. We talking about no discussion there. He is. <laughs> oh, oh now, but before, why are you saying that? Everybody's a white supremacist too. Because they don't agree with you, they're a white supremacist. You know, what I mean, come on no, now. When we can all agree, that's one. But but um, it's very it's very easy because I study these white supremacists and I study these code words. Like for example, when people say "based," that's a white supremacist code word. When people use the Pepe, the frog mean, that's a white supremacist code word. When they put up the "okay" uh, sign, that's a white supremacist code word. So when I see these little things like that go on, mm-hmm. it doesn't take much for me to be like, all right. You know, this person's a white supremacist. But I never said nothing. Oh, no, I could point out to the code words that you just used. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that that's that's why, you know, it's, that's why it's very easy for me to do. Maybe Kuhn, I, I should I should chill because I do I do call it. I do be a little loosely when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Look, look at the comments. You look at the comments. Incognito, no name. Look at the comments. Based with the, come on. Come on, oh, red, red, hey, let's go. Come on, they know their cold words, they know what the what I'm talking about. Mm. Well, damn, all right. So, <laughs> question. Excuse me, you say, Well, damn, Shit. <laughs> radical SJW leftist. Uh, uh, left <laughs> <laughs> Don't stop, uh, remix um, it, remix it. Don't stop. Why? Are you always talking about white supremacy and adopting a victim mentality radical? Why are you always trying to make Why are you always trying to be the victim? <laughs> victim mentality radical. What's good with that? What's good with that? Um me calling out the victimization that I am experiencing or that I'm about to experience isn't having a victim mentality. It's just um, going based on my experiences and knowing what it is so I'm calling it out isn't something that should be ashamed. It's like saying, if you look for racism, you'll find racism. The fact that I don't even look for it and it's there and I see it, that's an issue. So it's not me having a victim mentality. Again, I could walk around thinking I'm powerful as shit, you know, not worrying about a care in the world and I will still get victimized regardless because the, you know what the real crime is being non-white. That's what the real crime is. So I could literally just drive around not having a care in the world. People don't, don't see me inside the car, but police officers will just drive right next to me, see who's in the car. Oh, a Latin person. Let me stop him because he probably got guns and drugs and all that. I'm getting victimized based on who I am. Mm, okay. Uh, what's it? Okay. All right. So, <clears throat> and also, also, hold up. By the way, why everybody keeps on saying Tariq? I am not. How you not Tariq? Oh, that was gonna be one of my questions. Oh wait, wait, go ahead. Okay, ask it, ask it, ask it. <laughs> Radical SJW. <laughs> Radical Nasheed. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. I actually, I like that. Why are you anti-Spanish? Why do you hate our Spanish European blood? Hmm? <laughs> He's so silly. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you anti-white? Radical. Well, what? Like I said, like I said, keep on saying before. When I say white supremacy, I'm not talking about all white people. I never am. Uh, secondly, 
I'm, I don't hate white folks. You know, um, one of my business partners was white. I didn't hate him. Mm-hmm. We were mad cool, you know? So that goes to show that that had like the, the fact that certain people get mad that I call white supremacy out and they get butthurt about it. It shows that they have some white supremacy, white supremacist um, ideology in them. And they're just, you know, they're just pissed. You know what I'm saying? That I'm calling their shit out. Um, secondly, I'm not anti-Spanish. The fact that I don't suck up to Spain, the fact that I don't like say everything good came from Spain and I keep it real on what it is, it's not making me anti-Spanish. I'm just keeping it real because I'm not bigging up the indigenous culture or the African culture or the Spanish culture whatsoever. I'm just pointing out what it is and that's about it. Okay. Gotcha. All right, y'all. So, okay. So I think there's also that distinction that needs to be made. Like, I think just because you call call out white supremacy, it doesn't mean that you hate white people. You just hate the system. And yeah. I think that's more your exactly. thought process. You don't hate white people or you don't hate Spanish people. You just hate the system. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you guys, we can also... Um, Clear and that all, up. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, hate white people. Yeah, the whole Tariq Rashid thing. Listen, I didn't make I didn't make hidden tacos. I didn't <laughs> I didn't make 1994 or whatever the case is. Okay. Um the fact that people call me Tariq Nasheed, um, first of all, all right, a small shout out to him because he be he be on the anti-Latin bullshit, you know, but whatever. Um the 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 fact that people compare me to him is because I keep on talking about white supremacy and he's just popular. That's all it is. Um, which, you know, shouldn't even be the case because he's on that anti-immigrant, you know, stance and I'm not, you know what I mean? We are completely opposites. You know, the only, the only, uh, thing that me and him have in common is we talk about white supremacy. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. I don't I have, have a law. I don't have, you know, I don't have a, you know, a biracial girlfriend and all that. So I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you guys can stop comparing him to Tariq Nasheed and no, he does not co-sign everything Tariq Nasheed says. I don't. Okay. Um, Stop it. Oh my God. (laughs) Well, I think after that video you did about him and the Puerto Rican chick, um, maybe that's why some people were like, oh my God, because you said that he won that battle. No, the, he, I, he didn't. But you know, even, yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna keep it, I'm gonna keep it real. He uh, he he didn't win. Um, because he kept on um saying some dumb shit, you know, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But the only reason why I say he did win, and I'm gonna just keep it 100 real with y'all, is because Shorty was on some anti-black shit. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm not gonna side with somebody that's anti-black, even though they're winning a debate. No, sorry. You know, that's the only reason why I even said he won, even though um, what I'm saying is complete bullshit. <laughs> you know, uh, she came in with more facts or whatever, but the thing is that she was on some anti-black shit, so. I see. Well, I don't know. I don't think I don't think I would consider her anti-black. I mean, I think no, she no, was no. a bit... I'm not saying she's anti-black. I'm not saying she's racist or anything. I just I said think her choice of words was kind of like well, yeah, yeah, yeah. What she said, what she said was anti-black. Just the saying that why why are black people so sensitive about racism? Come on now, 
Really? Yeah, I don't think that was her place to release. Come, come on now. But uh, again, I don't call I'm not calling her a racist or suspected anything, or I'm not calling her anti-black. I'm saying what she said was anti-black. Let me just, you know, get that out the way. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So y'all heard that. Um, you guys heard uh radical breakdown, his thoughts on you know, Latin unity, black and brown unity. He cleared up that uh he doesn't hate white people <laughs> and he, no, he doesn't co-sign treatment sheet on everything. So um, those are just some of the common things that I've always kind of seen people say about you, um, you know, in comments or on other channels. So you're, you're not as extreme as some people make you out to be. Okay. Um, was there, so the second part of this live stream, I'm going to open it up to you guys in the chat. Please don't be trolling, y'all. So you guys can come yeah, on one on one. This is this is what was going. This is what's going to happen. Um, Tina is going to have control of everything, but if you start trolling, I'm gonna let her know to kick you out. That's it. Ask some real questions. If you're trolling, I'm not answering shit. All right. Yeah. One person at a time. We're not yes. gonna. We're not gonna bombard this whole thing. You ask two questions. After you, I answer those two questions, she'll put you in the background and put somebody else in. You know? Yeah. We can have it more civil. Yes, yes. So it's going to be one person at a time. Um, but before we do that, um, was there anything, any last things you wanted to say before I open it up to everyone? Uh, you could put the chat, uh, you could put the link in the in the chat now. Um, okay. and, and when I'm finished with my rant, you could, uh, you know, you could put the first person that comes in. Um, listen, guys. Um, go to my YouTube channel. No, let me stop. Um, <laughs> no. So th this is this is basically you know something I wanted to do because uh, a lot of people have a lot, like Tina said, a lot of misconceptions about my stance or whatever, or whatever the case is. You know, the whole anti-white. Mind you, um, I'm the mind you. I even made a video talking about should we date white folks. And at the end of that video, I said, yeah, sure. You should definitely do so if that's who you fall in love with. But stay mm -hmm. on code. Don't start, you know, um, wanting to get abused or getting abused by that white person and, and you looking at whiteness as the end all be all. You know what I mean? That's that's a little toxic for yourself. But if you fall in love with somebody, I am nobody to tell nobody not to fall in love with anybody. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so go right ahead, but at least be you know uh vet them you know what i'm saying vet them 100 let me give you a small story on why i say that before you bring the first person in i actually dated a white girl before my first one oh my god wow. my first one <laughs> i'm not gonna say her name i'm not gonna say her name but i'm gonna call her blanca la sucia right oh uh, <laughs> i'm gonna call her blanca la sucia right the, first of all, the reason why she was somewhat attractive in the face, but she had a bubble butt for a white girl. And mind you, it wasn't fake. It was real. End up finding out she was Italian. I'm like, what? Anyway, me and her dated for what? Five? I think was it five months or whatever the case is, right? Everything was cool. Mind you, I, at this point in my life, I'm going through my learning you know, learning about white supremacy and stuff like that. So I'm giving her small tests and she is completely dismissive about the whole thing. I don't want to talk about race. I don't want to talk about this. I want to talk about that. I don't want to go to the Bronx. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, come on. I'm, I'm from BX all day. What the hell? What are you talking about? 
mm-hmm. Bronx warrior over here. Are you, you serious? You're not going to go to the Bronx with me? So she was always on that shit, right? Then came the the verdict of Zimmerman. Okay. The, ver- the Zimmerman verdict came in. And me and her was at the, in the Bronx. And mind you, this is her first time in the Bronx. Her first time in the Bronx, we're at Applebee's. For anybody that knows Applebee's in the Bronx on on uh right across the bridge from um Washington Heights, it's right next to the Target. Everybody that knows that place is completely black and Latin. All right, there's no white person, she is the only white person there. You know what I'm saying? So the verdict comes, it's literally it couldn't be any louder. It was literally all over the screens. And if anybody knows Applebee's, they literally have like a bunch of screens. Like you could sit down, open your menu. There's a TV right there, you know? So there's their TVs all over. Um, I'm in one of the little small little booths or whatever uh, where I can see the person sitting right next to me. Like I can literally go and see what he's eating and shit, right? So um, me, uh, me and her were eating and all that. And I'm looking at the screen and I said, oh, shit. He's not guilty. Uh-oh. So I'm looking at her and she is looking down. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And I the other the black dude right next to me looked at me, our eyes met, and I say, yo, this is wild. And me and him start talking. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. This is racism. Fuck out of here. Blah blah blah. This and this and this and this and this and this and this. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, you do much better. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know, this and this and this and this and this, right? Uh-huh. Then I I'm like, I'm trying to include her in the conversation. Mind you, the, the black dude's with his lady and they're talking and shit. You know, we're all talking. Mind you, she's not talking whatsoever. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what's going on, but whatever. Uh I asked for the check, and mind you, at this point, when I'm asking for the check, she just gets up and walks away. And I said, I said, oh hell. No, I'm about to Ray Rice this bitch. No, um, I'm a, I was like, I'm like, hold up, hold up. So I, I, when the check comes in, you know, she gets up and leaves. I just go to the waiter. I'm like, here you go. Here's my card. Just do it quick because I wanna, I wanna leave, right? So by the way, Zimmerman is white, not Latino. He even said it himself. He's not Hispanic. Anyway, so he, uh, so so she go, so she leaves. So I'm now, I'm, I'm like a fucking little baby running. Behind her, I'm like, yo, where the fuck are you going? What the fuck is going on? She's like, I'm going back to the car. I'm like, okay. So she goes to the car. I'm following her. And she dead locks the doors and don't even let me in. Puts the windows down and goes, how can you defend that small thug? Because you know what black people are like. Damn. And I looked at her and I was completely shocked. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Black people are not like that. And she, I know, I said, black people are not like that. I'm like, wait a minute. If you hate black people, then why the fuck you with me? She dead looked me in my face. Tina, I swear to God, I, she dead looked me in my face and, and said, I don't like black people's, but spicks I could tolerate. Wow. Damn. I said word. And then from there, she started this whole, uh, you know, fuck you. You know, uh, you and your people ain't shit. Mind you, from a car. 
I'm leaving the little garage and she's right behind me throughout this whole racist fucking rant, right? I'm just ignoring it. I got my headphones on. I just don't want to get ran over. By the time she fucking leaves, dude, I'm already, I'm like, okay, so we're done. So that was my first experience ever with a white girl. And I think that kind of fucked it up because now I don't even want to get it with a white girl whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? So um, that was my experience right there. But so, yeah. Yeah, it looks like a lot of people saying it's a fake story. <laughs> well, I could prove it. I could de- I could definitely prove it. We could call her up right now. Oh, you're gonna be like, what your dumbass want? <laughs> Yo, somebody says she got a bubble, but let's not forget the mission. Yo, <laughs> Yo you're so stupid. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, well, that, was, that was done within two weeks. So, so yeah, was... I, I hope so. Yeah, I was like, damn, she has some good racist. Put- no, let me stop. 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 That's a joke. That's a joke. That's oh a joke. my goodness. She was ghetto white. Yeah, she was ghetto white. She was ghetto white. Yeah. Okay, so um, we do have one person in the background right now. So you guys, um, again, just. Uh, you can come on, ask radical questions. Um, you know, if you happen to disagree with radical on something, that's fine. Let's just, you know, keep it civil. All right. Yeah, please. Yo. Oh, shit. It's off the side of God. Oh, shit. You're, mute. oh, you're muted. You're, you're muted. You're muted. You're muted. You know I'm coming first. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right. All right. So I hope you guys enjoyed that interview. Remember, Viva Extina was interviewing me. Shout out to her. I really appreciate her bringing me onto her platform and giving your boy the time, you know, to talk my BS. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to her. I really appreciate it. Go subscribe to Viva. Link down below link down below it's in the podcast section go to the details link down below and you can definitely uh see and subscribe to her and all that she brings some good content you know uh she's not that political but she does talk about real issues you know so shout out to her um with that being said um remember 2021 is coming um 2021 it's, it's here uh, by the time this drops it's gonna be in a couple of days so let's see if we could try to go into this new year with new positive hopes and new positive energy you know what I'm saying and I'm definitely gonna be dropping something for y'all real soon I'm gonna be dropping something for y'all real soon around January to help y'all you know shed the quarantine pounds shed that quarantine weight you know i'm definitely gonna be dropping something real soon i'm gonna be dropping something for everyone for gym goers for stay at home uh workout heads and even for the ladies i got something for the ladies that will help you out with your booties you know booty blaster workouts you know what i'm saying a booty blaster workout so i want to give a big shout out to all my supporters and all my people out here you know what i mean with that being said, if you guys want to um, hit me up and, and talk to me, Instagram and Twitter at the same name, Radical underscore Latino underscore. And also, if you want to donate Cash App, dollar sign Radical Latino, or just go to my website. There's a donate tab, RadicalLatino.com. 
Also, if you guys don't got money because of quarantine and all that, I totally get it. I totally get it. I totally get it. I totally get it. You can rate me five stars on the podcast app of your choice. And I'm going to leave out like I always leave out. I rather die on my feet than live on my knees. With that being said, I'm not sure.